0: Alcatraz is a maximum security prison with very few privileges. We don't make good citizens, but we make good prisoners. Burglary, armed robbery, grand larceny. You'll escape from quite a few prisons, haven't you? That's why you're here. Alcatraz was built. To keep all the rotten eggs in one basket. I was specially chosen to make sure that the stink from the basket does not escape. Since I've been warden, a few people have tried to escape. Uh, Most of them have been recaptured. Those that haven't have been killed or drowned in the bay. No one has ever escaped from Alcatraz. And no one ever will.
1: Welcome to Trilogy in Theory. My name is Webb and this is my co host Mike. And we are talking um Quentin Tarantino's book and his terrible taste in movies. <laughs> uh, Finally come around to that notion, have you? <laughs> okay. Uh so before we started recording, I was I couldn't find my, my uh airpods for it, this session. And I turn on the Find My app and look for them, and they're downstairs, and I'm, like, rushing. I slip on the stairs, and I fall down,
0: and now <laughs> my back hurts. <laughs> oh. The uh, the aging mind, the forgetfulness, and now the uh, physical pain <laughs> that comes with old age.
1: After I fell down, I'm like, okay, so, like, upper back, left elbow, right foot I'm at the foot of the stairs like lying down. My wife's taking a shower. My kid is over here playing and and uh, my wife yells out, "Did you fall, Arya?" My kid's name is Arya. And she's like, "No, papa fell
0: down." And she's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> He's got this. He can figure it out from here.
1: And my kid is like, "Yeah, papa's crying. I'm going to take him a blanket." <laughs> <laughs> and while I wasn't weeping, I was, you know, wailing in in pain and did she just uh, respond uh, from
0: the shower is he watching drive my car again it's totally normal (laughs) (laughs) just excuse such behavior (laughs) and my wife from the shower is like
1: all right you do that like son of a bitch oh gosh. so i
0: i feel like i'm going to be even harsher to this this film than i originally was going to be let me just point out uh before you start throwing your uh tomatoes that on Rotten Tomatoes because I was curious 97% for Escape from Alcatraz audience score a lowly 85% compared to the critics you're decidedly in the uh, minority on this one because this is one of the rare ones from this uh, book that we've uh, devoted almost a year to at this point uh, that I had seen a few times this is one that I, I wouldn't say I was an expert on but I watched it when I was a kid. I probably watched it in my 20s and maybe one other time. So it was, a, you know, we made fun of QT in the last uh, chapter for not just doing a Rocky <laughs> <laughs> right. essay. But uh, this is the one that I feel like, OK, you picked a fairly populous movie, although I have to admit uh, and you know this through text. I started to skim the digital pages when he says, all right, we're going to talk escape from Alcatraz. But first this other movie that has fuck all to do with Clint Eastwood and company. I did not uh, really engage with the, uh, failed, uh, Charles Bronson spy caper that he wanted to ramble about for a minute. Did you skim over, uh, his thoughts
1: on every which way, but loose.
0: Yeah, I must have, uh, as well. Uh, Wrong? Both of you again? That one of our more popular episodes on trilogy <laughs> and theory.
1: <laughs> well, uh he calls uh he calls the film abysmal and his reaction to it being the biggest Eastwood hit at the time as and I
0: quote, Ugh. <laughs> Do you, um let me throw another one out there. We'll we'll pull a QT. We'll talk about something that's decidedly not escaped from Alcatraz for a moment. I know people may feel Uh, a similar way about robert de niro when he turned to comedy but do you feel like meet the parents which i i think is his biggest comedic success is that looked at as an ug like every which way but loose or is that like the rare gem when de niro decided to uh play his persona for laughs i think the i think because it was still a little bit of a novelty right
1: i think analyze this may have already happened by about a year yeah Okay, so and people dug that one, and so they were like, "Oh, okay, he's stretching, you know, his his uh, abilities." And I think that with Ben Stiller kind of being at the height of of his uh, movie stardom, it's just,
0: maybe uh, two years after there's something about Mary. So yeah, probably so. Yeah, yeah. So I
1: think that one that one worked. Uh, meet the Fockers and whatever Meet the Fockers
0: again. I don't know what the third one is called, but You're stumping me as well. I have no idea. Oh, Little Fockers. How could I forget? Oh, little that- Fockers, which I don't think I've ever seen. Boy, that, that joke got old quick, didn't it? Yeah. Not only did that
1: Fockers joke get old real quick, I feel like the concept of De Niro doing comedy yes. got mm-hmm. old real quick. Uh, I don't know where Analyze That comes into the mix, but I'm sure it you know did not do well. And with Eastwood,
0: he did one sequel to Every Which Way Would Loose. Uh, and then that's. I, can you think of any other? I like this. So you hated his foray into comedy, but now you're complimenting him for his restraint <laughs> that he stopped it too. <laughs> well, I think he. I think he got it out of his system, right? <laughs> then he went back to
1: like blood work and whatever else. Uh, 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 you know, more more of Eastwood's uh, his wheelhouse. This one is very much, uh, you know kind of classic eastwood the man with no name type stuff where he very little dialogue all through all the character work is through his actions you know and 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 his intellect and how he's trying to get himself out of the situation i found the film very dull like i i think that it's very clever in in how it's all visual storytelling for the most part one thing i couldn't kind of get over though was how little we know anything about any of these characters.
0: It's my favorite aspect of the movie. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about how they got there, why they're there. I don't care a whit about any of this. So if you like what you heard, stumble over to patreon.com slash projecting film. There you'll find all of our episodes on cinema speculation for this year along with other Patreon-specific episodes for movie podcasts such as Offscreen Death and Sober Cinema. If you hate clicking on links, don't worry. You can get your own podcast-specific feed under Commentary Track as if you need one more feed to listen to me on. It's just a buck, though.